everyone. Welcome to Become the Hero of Your Own Story. I am Alicia Butler, and I am your host for this podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Whether you are a teenager, whether you are a young adult, a parent, a grandparent, whoever you are, I am happy to have you here on this journey to become your own hero. And all of us have that ability within us. And that is something I am inspired by and know that we can create as we journey together on this. Make sure that you head on over to my website, risewiththedailycompass.com, where I have programs to teach women to rise and consciously create better relationships, inspiration, spirituality, and energy, as well as I have a teen resiliency course that is launching in April. And I'm so excited to help teens be able to create connection, be inspired with their creativity, find clarity in believing in something greater than who they are alone and having courage in their body and their mental health. So I'm so excited to have you here. Let's begin this adventure as we learn to become the hero of your own story. Welcome back to Become the Hero of Your Own Story podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Butler, and I am so excited to have you here. Today, we are just going to chat for a little bit about connection. Since it's February, we're all talking about relationships and connection. And I know for some of my students, I did a little bit of a survey and was asking, hey, do you guys, like, give me a thumbs up if you love Valentine's and February and this sideways thumb, if you're like, yeah, it's okay, or kind of the pros and cons with it, and then a thumbs down if you're not very excited about it, think it's overrated, whatever it is with it. And kids are all over with this. So I have mm, ages 11 to 15 year olds in my classes. And so depending on how they're feeling about themselves, or if they have someone who is their quote unquote Valentine, then it's going to depend on how they're responding and feeling with that. And I think so many times in our lives too, that is how we respond with it as well. So I want to talk about four different relationships and one is going to be with yourself and for kids, it's going to be with your parents. Parents, it's going to be that relationship that you have with your kids. And then I want to talk about friends and I want to talk about kids at school just a little bit with that. And that will be one that I do a full other session on with, with bullying and, and all of that, but how to build positive friendships at school. And maybe I'll just start there since I already kind of segued into that. But one of the things that you guys can do at school is to just smile be off your phone when you're walking up and down the hallways. What if you said hello to someone? You have all seen the kids who are sitting there or they've got their hoods up, they've got their earbuds in, and they are trying so hard to not be seen. What if you saw them? What if you just noticed them and said, hey, Joey or John or Steph, whatever 
whoever it is, what if you said hi to them? They might look at you weird. They might think, okay, what is this crazy person doing? But that's okay. I really try to do those little things that are going to make a big impact on someone else. It's always those little things that we do over and over and are consistent with that make a difference in someone's life. That's why I greet students out the door every day with a high five. I smile at them. Some of them think I'm crazy and weird, and maybe I am, and that's okay. But do something. So I challenge you guys at school, you don't need to be someone's best friend, all right? But you don't get to be their bully. You don't get to put them down because the reality is, is that everybody is struggling in some way, shape, or form right now. And it is not your job to put someone down. It's your job to build someone up. It's your job to know that you are enough and to let others know that they're enough. We don't need to be cruel to other people. We're our own worst enemies lots of times with the negative things that we say to ourselves. And then for someone else to come and tell us things that we've already said negatively to ourselves, that's not right, you guys. It's not right. So kids, if you're listening to this, be kind. Choose kindness. Parents, we've got to get on board telling our kids that it's not okay to put another kid down because they're different. Maybe they learn um, a different way than our kids. Maybe they like something different than ours. It doesn't matter. Everyone is here just showing up, doing the best that they can, and we need to support each other. So please be kind. Choose to be kind, to love each other, to just say hi. Find that kid. I challenge you guys this week as you go into school uh, during Valentine's week, right? There's going to be a lot of kids who are feeling that they're not loved, that they're not enough. They didn't get that candy gram. They didn't get the rose. Um, nobody, nobody thought of them for that. Say hi. Maybe you make some sticky notes or send something out that says you're loved, you are loved, you are enough, and you leave a sticky note. For those in junior high, you leave a sticky note everywhere you go on each of the classrooms, junior high, high school. What if you did that? What if you could do something so simple that changed the life of someone else? So that's my challenge to you, to see if you can make a positive impact at school this week. Okay, I'm going to jump over to the self. And this is a tricky one for all of us. And I did a, a podcast a podcast just last week with my best friend, Emily, and we talked about self-care and self-love and why sometimes it's so hard to do this. And lots of times we don't feel that we're worth it, that we're trying to prove our worth to someone. And the reality is, and I want you to hear this, I want you to know that you are born with infinite worth. You are given your worth. And maybe sometimes you make some choices that you're like, oh, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but that doesn't diminish your worth. Maybe it, you're not living up to the values you have set for yourself or those standards but you're always worthy. You're always worth it. And I want you to know that and believe it. So here are some things that I want you to work on with yourself. I want one of the big things is to find purpose in why you're on social media. Are you there to compare yourself and to 
to kind of think, oh, I don't have this or that, or so-and-so's life is so perfect. And if you are on there, let's shift that. Let's find a positive purpose for why you are on social media. What accounts are you on and why are you there? Go to those accounts that lift you up, that inspire you, that create joy for you and purpose and motivate you to do something better and greater with who you are, right? I also want you to forgive yourself. Every single one of us makes mistakes. And part of becoming the hero of your own story is owning those mistakes and like, yep, oop, I messed up. I did this or, oh, this didn't work. I'm going to try this next time. But you cannot hold on to that mistake forever or you are going to be living with, with I guess, that poison right? You don't want to live with that. Let it go. Forgive yourself. Move past it. Be gentle and kind with yourself. Be positive. Say these statements. I am enough. I am worth it. I am loved. I am valuable. I am creative. I am powerful. I am loved. I am forgiving myself of past things that I have done that no longer serve me. I'm surrounding myself with people who inspire me to be the best version of myself. You have that infinite worth. Another thing with self is to show gratitude for those little things that you have. And once you notice all of those little things, you're going to be noticing, oh my goodness, there's so much that I have to be grateful for. It can be from anything from the socks, from the nice bed to the fuzzy blanket to the awesome water bottle that you have, or maybe you have a a beverage that is your favorite or a snack. Maybe it's Takis, whatever it is. Be grateful for that. Another thing, I want you guys to focus on your sleep. Every single one of us needs to be getting better sleep. Find a night routine. I know for me, I have my Do Not Disturb set. Mine's for 10 p.m., but at 8 p.m., so 8 to 9 is when I'm like, okay, I can watch a show or an episode or do that. But 9 to 10 is my wind down time where I'm reading, I'm journaling, I'm listening to positive, either podcasts, meditations with that. And then at 10 p.m., my phone is off and I'm not on social media. I'm not scrolling, looking through things. But what I do is I do a meditation app, positive affirmations. And if you want that, I'm more than happy to to share that. It's just some free ones that I found on YouTube. I think it's Jason Stevenson. He does a ton of those that are free with whatever it is that you're needing those positive affirmations for um, to, to have a better belief in yourself. So that sleep, that meditation. And then another thing that is so important is to get out and move your body every day. I don't care if that is with stretching, with walking, riding your bike. I actually got out and I went on a bike ride yesterday and I have this cute, cute, um, it's a yellow bike and yellow makes me happy, sunshine with it. And it's not a mountain bike or anything, it's literally a cruiser. And I just went around my neighborhood three or four times around this certain path and just feeling the air, the sunshine and being connected with nature is so important 
for realigning yourself and knowing that, do you know what? You're here. You're alive right now. You are here. Your life matters and, and getting out and moving each day. So I make that part of my daily routine for myself and to build that self-esteem, that self-confidence. So those are those things with self and to love yourself more wholly, more completely with that. Now let's talk to, to parents and teens to parents with this. Here's a couple of things that I want you to work with on connections and being part of that, that hero's journey in that story. And parents remember that even though maybe we have a child who is older and we've gone through this or we've parented one kid, remember that each child is different from the other. The way we parented one does not equal how we're going to parent the other. And every single day is honestly a new day that we've never experienced before. So we don't know how we're going to necessarily navigate through all of those little things and challenges that come up for our kids. So be patient and kind and loving and forgiving of yourself as you are parenting this child on that specific day. And kids, remember that your parents are learning right along with you. They have not parented you before in this situation, in this day, right? We're learning, we're growing together. So if we can have a little forgiveness and empathy and an open conversation and knowing that we're working through these things together, and if parents and teens can be on the same team, what difference would that make? To be able to go to your parents and say, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever it is that you're living with, that you have something to share with them and you want to be heard and seen and loved and not be judged for what you're about to tell them. Those hard conversations are scary. And sometimes you are are being vulnerable and parents, maybe you found out something Having that conversation with the kid is scary to go and approach them in something that maybe they haven't lived up to that boundary or that expectation that you've set up. The reality is, is that everybody's going to make mistakes. Our kids are going to make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes as parents. Be honest with your kids. Open up to them that you're learning as you go as well. I know I've had to ask forgiveness for my kids multiple times when I've assumed things or I have misread a situation where I haven't had the full side of the story, their story, the other person's story. And I always know that if you think of stories and sides as a coin, right? You've got the head side, you've got the tail side, and then around the edge is the middle And somewhere on the heads and the tails side is the truth of this story. Because I always think that each other's story, do you know what? It came from that person's perspective. So they are telling their truth from their view. And this person is telling their truth from their view, their perspective, their paradigm, the way in which they view the world, which they see it, their situations, their circumstances, and their family life in which they grow up in. So realize that not every kid is going to come from the same background. Not every parent 
is going to parent the same way and see things in the same way into solving a problem. So remember that as we're parenting and setting those expectations, those, I guess those rules really for how your family functions and doing that. Make sure you're honest. Make sure that when you go and talk to your parents or when you go and talk to your kids, that it's in a safe space, that you're not acting in anger, that you've cooled down. I know many times I've had to say, do you know what? I'm too upset right now. Can we revisit this in 10 minutes? Can we come back to this? Because I'm too upset right now. I can't talk. And that is okay to take that space back. Anger is something we all experience. Lots of times underneath anger is the feeling of sadness or hurt. So working through that anger to a space where we can figure out and ask some of those questions as to why you're feeling a certain way and then come back to it. Be specific with what's going on, how you can work through things together. Smile. Let your kids know that you love them no matter what they've done. I know with kids in middle school right now, they're so worried about what their parents think that their parents are never going to forgive them for something they've done. And I feel that the kids are are maybe over-exaggerating on this, but that's how they're feeling. Kids are thinking they're not worth it because they're going to disappoint their parents. And parents, we need to be more forgiving of our kids. They didn't grow up or they're not growing up in the same world that we grew up in. They have social media at their fingertips, the rapid fire of which they're getting and receiving messages from others. If they've done something, 500 people know about it immediately. When I I grew up in the 90s and that stuff was either written on a phone pole or it was sent in a on a paper and then spread around the the school. Now it's a text message or on Snapchat or on TikTok, wherever it is. And hundreds, if not thousands of people are seeing our kids fails or air quotes, so-called fails, mistakes, whatever it is right then. And then our kids are internalizing, oh my gosh, what do people think? What are they saying? Oh no. And one of my favorite quotes is, Other people's opinion of me is none of my business. But as a kid and as a teenager, even as an adult, I find that this is hard for me to remember at times when something's been said or a rumor or this or that. And these kids are experiencing things way different than what we did as kids. So remember that, that their resiliency is is different. And that's one of the things that I'm really trying to instill in my students and in Rise with the Daily Compass, the teen course that will be coming out. It should be done in March, but it will probably be launching in April. So make sure you guys are staying tuned with that because I will be diving in and helping kids learn to become the hero of their own story, having tools for building resiliency 
when situations like this happen, what to do, how to shield themselves from not internalizing those things and believing those stories, those ideas of other people and why they're feeling the way that they do. So remember to try your best to follow that quote that other people's opinion of me is none of my business. So please remember parents, kids, that you are worth it, that you are enough. And let's go with friends here. You are a combination of the five people that you spend the most time with. So who you surround yourself with, you in all likelihood share attributes, things that they possess you either already have or you will have based on the amount of time that you are spending and connecting with that person. So this could be a good or a bad thing. So I want you to think about or write down the five people that you spend the most time with. Think about their positive and their negative qualities. What do they like to do? What types of activities are they doing? Are they active or are they watching TV all day, TikToks, playing video games all day? Are they out exercising, taking care of themselves? Are they being positive in what they're doing or are they making fun of other people, belittling, bullying? What are the people doing who you surround yourself with? And maybe you're saying, well, I don't spend a whole lot of time with people in real life. Well, let's see if we can find some people that you can connect with. If there's somebody that you look up to, reach out to them. See if they are willing to to go on a walk with you, to meet at the park, to to go hang out with you. And if it's not possible for you to engage with them in person, what about that positive social media connection with that? There's many people that I don't spend a ton of time with, but I listen to their positive messages every day. I make sure to follow their content, their podcasts, their books, their stories. Those are the people that I surround myself with. Positive personal development. And when I do spend time with people outside of my family, I make sure that it is nourishing for me, that I feel better about myself after spending time with someone than worse. And I've taught my little one too. She's 11 years old. That sweet girl, you do not need to be around people who do not make you the best version of yourself. It's okay to play on different playgrounds. It's okay to say, I'm choosing to love me and to not let what you're saying about me or the way I feel after hanging out with you affect me and my worth and purpose. I don't want other people to make me feel less than by being around them. So be that light, be that fire, invite people in, but don't stray from who you are to make other people happy. A lot of times we talk about wearing masks, putting on a fake face, a fake smile to belong I should say air quote belong because fit in is what that actually is. Trying to fit in is changing who you are to be liked by others. But belonging is being who you are and being loved for who you are. And you show up authentically as that person. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to show up as you. 
you will attract who you are becoming. Those people will find you. They always say birds of a feather flock together. That's true. Look around. See the people who are around you. Are they positive and happy? Are they sad, depressed? And if you're looking around going, oh, they have these qualities, that's a time where you need to listen and ask those questions to yourself and figure out who you are, who you want to be, and figure out those connections that are going to light you up, that are going to help you become that hero of your own story, that you're going to find yourself, that you're going to have better relationships and connections with your parents and parents, you with your kids, that you're going to find friends that are a positive impact on your life and you in turn are a positive impact and inspiring others around you. At school, parents, let's send our kids to school being the one, being the change that makes other kids want to be there. And kids, let's go to school making it a goal to smile and be positive and be the reason that someone is excited to come to class today. Be that person. Make those connections. Make the world a better place. Gandhi always says, "If be the change you wish to see in the world. And I have no doubt that you can be that change. And it starts with connecting with yourself, figuring out who you are, who you want to be, and surrounding yourself with those people who are going to help you become that hero of your story. And I hope that I can be one of those people along the way. I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you for listening in and make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Instagram at rise with Alicia. It's E L Y S I A. And then also jump on over to get notified on rise with the daily when the teen course is coming out and for women i already have the foundations course and it is beautiful amazing teaching women to rise and consciously create a life that they want we go over relationships inspiration spirituality and energy to consciously create the life that you want so jump on over there february is a huge half price discount of only 149 next month it is jumping up to 298 for the women's program and then stay tuned for the teen program which is going to be coming out shortly love you guys have a fabulous day thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast of becoming the hero of your own story I hope you found value and insight to be able to share with loved ones and to apply to your life as well. Please jump on over to Instagram and follow me at Rise with Alicia. That's Rise with Alicia, E-L-Y-S-I-A. And follow me there. I would love to stay connected with you to chat about how you can become the hero of your own story. As well, head on over to my website, risewiththedailycompass.com, where you can download your free manifestation guide to attract those things that you want to implement into your life and also have more information about the women's coaching program that is launched and available 
and stay tuned for the updates on the teen resiliency course that is coming soon. I am so excited to have you as part of this journey and please share and create value for others if you found things that inspired you today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you.